Yeah, 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 yeah. As one Crookshank, your one and only Move Swiftly speaker, checking in for a daily Move Swiftly thought, giving you a perspective on teamwork that you will not get anywhere else. All right, so yesterday the kids came back. I, for those of you who don't know, I'm a teacher at a, a learning center here in West Palm Beach, and the kids came back yesterday from their break. It was the first day back since Martin Luther King Day. And it was the second grade class, the second grade class in which I got an opportunity to sit in on a lesson, on a lesson about who Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. was, all right? And this is something that I was really, really excited to hear. I couldn't stay for the whole lesson, but the, the, the little bit that I got, the little bit that I got made it so I had to come on here and speak to you guys and teach you guys, talk to you guys about the importance, the importance of teaching racism in the home. Teaching, I don't want to call it racism, teaching slavery, teaching our history in the home. Because the school system, it is absolutely impossible for the school system to cover the entire thing. All right. So here's what happened. You know, as the, the second grade teacher was going, she, she had a, a children's book about Martin Luther King. She had she read through the book and as she was reading through the book she was talking about the way us blacks us black people were treated right she was talking about segregation she was talking about how you know the white schools had these nice lawns and things and playgrounds and all these kinds of things she was teaching it to obviously second grade kids in the kid format and as the the majority of the students in this at this school at this center are black are black kids all right there's the majority of kids are black kids all right and as she was teaching it and as you know it was it was she was saying stuff you know she's teaching it like she's a kid she goes oh my god it's so unfair that they would do that you know she was talking in the kind of in the dialect in the in the kid form right <clears throat> and one of the girls one of the girls one of the black girls blurts out you know as she's learning this for the first time she blurts out she goes oh my god i don't want to be black anymore i don't want to be black this is so unfair Whew. All right, so immediately, like, oh, listen, I can get on a soapbox. I can get on a soapbox when it comes to this stuff. So I'll condense my message the best I can. All right, because immediately when she said that, myself and the teacher, the actual second grade teacher, had the same reaction. We said, "Whoa, okay, no, no, this is not where we're trying to get you. We we do not want." you to think like that. We do not want you to start to say to yourself, oh, I don't want to be black. I don't want to be black. And the, the, I want to pause it right there because just as she said that, I started thinking of the thousands, probably millions, the, the knee-jerk reactions, the hundreds and thousands. There's this overwhelming number. We'll just put an overwhelming number of adults who think and act and say the same thing that this second grade girl said. How many of you guys listening to me right now, how many of you adults listening to me right now, the minute something makes you uncomfortable, the minute you see something's unfair, the minute you are faced with some sort of a challenge in some way, shape, form, or fashion, the minute you're in an environment that doesn't seem unfair, how many of you have that same exact reaction? How many of you start to just say, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm going to go, I'm going to go run and transfer somewhere else. I'm going to go run and try to find another job. I'm going to go run and do this. I'm going to go do this. I'm going to, I'm going to just do everything in my power to stay away 
to stay away from anything that makes me uncomfortable because it just doesn't seem fair. It doesn't feel like it's fair. And I say all that because as adults, we do it. We do it so much as adults. You see the way it affects our kids, right? You see there's a direct connection. There's a direct correlation between the way you adults, a lot of you adults who are listening to me right now, who have stayed in your comfort zone your entire fucking lives. Any sing, every single thing that has ever made you uncomfortable, you've run away from, you've hid from, you've decided, okay, I don't want to do, I don't want to comment on anything that's going to spark any, spark any flames. I don't want to create any arguments. I don't want to do anything that's going to make me uncomfortable. The way you think and you start to see the way it affects a fucking second grader and that hopefully, hopefully that wakes you up and you start saying to yourself, you know what? Hey, maybe it's, maybe it's on me. Maybe it's on me to start to go out and learn my history. Maybe it's on me to start to go out and start to teach. All right. And uh, you are, let me just give you this too. Also, you are listening and you're talking to someone that has gone through it, has been, been, <laughs> has been through it when it comes to racism. All right. I started out at a public school, a public school, which was mostly black and Latino kids. And I was I was the the educated black guy. I was the black guy that got straight A's, so I wasn't all the way black. Then I get to high school, which is a private school. It was a private school, and I was one of the few black kids that went to this particular high school, and I became, okay, that's one of those black guys that are here just because he's a football guy. So understand, I'm speaking to you from the perspective of someone that has seen it, and, and that's, just, that's just high school, that's just middle school and high school. I don't even have time to get into what I have to deal with as an adult because it'll get me off topic. The main thing, the main thing I want to tell you guys today, all right, because of this situation that I just encountered yesterday is understanding this is the main message the main takeaway from the day all right we are all teachers i get that my title and her title and there's people who get paid specifically to be teachers but the reality of the situation is all of us it's our obligation for all of us to teach we all have to teach and in order for us all to teach all of us has to become lifelong learners and we have to we have to stay away from our comfort zone because the minute we stay away from our comfort zone i mean the minute we get in the habit of staying in a comfort zone everything that seems unfair everything that seems like you're gonna have to put in a little work you have to operate behind the eight ball a little bit you're going to have this knee-jerk reaction to say, oh, I don't want to do it anymore. I don't want to be just like the little girl said. I don't want to be black anymore. And there's going to be no teacher there to stop you from thinking like that. Okay? There's going to be no teacher. When you get to when you get older in life and you have that reaction in terms of, okay, I'm in a, I may be in an environment that makes me uncomfortable. And instead of me sticking it out, learning what I got to learn and, and growing and getting something, I'm just going to run away. There's going to be no teacher in the real world, right? There's going to be no teacher in the real world to stop you from thinking like that. And then ultimately, you could have missed an opportunity for, for growth. You could have missed an opportunity to create something. You could have missed so many different opportunities when you walk around with that mindset. All right. Again, I'll say it again, just so we are clear. I'm, I'm filter myself i'm condensing this message because it's a very important one i could like i said i can get on a soapbox on it but i won't do that to you just gonna give it to you as quick as, as clear as i can say all of us all of us it's our responsibility to teach it's our all of us all of every single person that's alive all right every single person that's blessed to see another beautiful day it's our responsibility to teach okay as one crookshank, and for the more on this, by the way, I'll, if, to listen to my podcast, to do all this stuff, to, to dive deeper into my world, it's one website. It's M-A-K-E-Y-A-M-O-V-E.com. That's makeyourmove.com. Just go on, go in there. There's a, there's a wealth of information. You can listen to my podcast. I do, I do topics like this. I have a 
podcast that comes out five days a week and the whole nine. I have merch, all that kind of stuff, all right? <coughs> As one Crookshank, your one and only Move Swiftly speaker, checking out. You guys continue to move swiftly. We will talk more soon.